good evening everyone welcome to today's session myself radhika nathani from corporate communication team at ifa global would like to thank you all for being here on this platform the topic for today's webinar is world class treasury practices to navigate current challenging times part 2 now it gives me immense pleasure to introduce our today's speaker mr abhishek goenka founder and ceo at ifa global under his leadership ifa team has catered to over 1000 clients and has managed fx cumulative of over 20 billion usd mr goenka is well known for his views on various business channels and dailies like cnbc et now bloomberg business standard and a chairman of well known treasury forum known as treasury elite so without any further delay let's begin the session over to you mr goenka thank you thank you radhika thank you for a lovely introduction hi everyone i welcome you all today and thank you so much for taking out time on this friday evening and i am going to make sure in the next 1 hour 1 hour 10 minutes i am going to give you six takeaways which is going to be so relevant to your business and treasury that it will change the way you look at your treasury so please take a glass of water be ready this is going to be a very very interesting session please make notes and please interact via the chat box which is mentioned there and uh, i hope everybody can listen to me clearly say yes 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 so i know i am uh, loud and clear just write why 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 so i know that everybody can listen to me so excellent excellent so let's make this session extremely interesting because uh, there are very very knowledgeable people who have registered today so let's learn from each other let's start make it a monologue and uh, my team is there please keep asking your questions we may not have a lot of time later so the team will keep answering the questions as and when you throw questions on the chat box any questions per se foreign exchange interest rate capital structure hedging please keep asking questions so the team can keep answering from the back right so are we ready say yes excellent i'll share my ppt great my ppt clear to everyone okay just give me one minute excellent so once again i would like to welcome you all so some of you would have attended my last session you know which was more on the entire fx risk management and a detailed mis and various ideas and strategy we'll do a quick recap of the last session and then probably spend 2 3 minutes on it and then probably go in for the rest which is going to be more on the capital structure debt 
some of the very interesting ideas which is going in the market, some regulations, and some various world-class practices that's very important for treasuries today. So let me start first with a poll. Abit, can you start the poll? So we'll do a lot of polls. So uh, please share your inputs. My first poll is, which is the most important function of a corporate treasury in your company? Very nice. You can see a very active participant. Excellent. Excellent. see 32 people have voted yeah excellent please keep voting so that we can save some time quickly so can see a lot of people voting for cash and liquidity and asset management. So close to 40% have voted for FX risk management and equally people have voted for cash and liquidity management. I mean, during COVID time, I think it's so relevant. My dear friends, whatever questions you have, you can put it in the chat box. Uh, please do not raise your hands right now. Just put in your questions so that people can answer. I hope everybody can see the poll. Let's write why, 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 so I know. Excellent. People are getting warmed up. I think it's a very, very interesting audience. Everybody's, uh, you know, giving their points. It's so relevant. I mean, everybody comes to know that what is the most important thing for corporate treasuries nowadays. Right? So I'll end the poll here. And share the results. So interestingly, cash and liquidity management and FX risk management has been the most important part which people feel. We're going to cover that. But before this, let me show you something very, very interesting. So when we talk about corporate treasury, you know, FX risk, as I said, yes, it's a very, very relevant subject, but I think capital structure is so important because ultimately what is your debt equity ratio? What is the leverage in the company has been, you know, noticed by your shareholders, your banks, your rating agencies, and every single stakeholder, which is attached to the company. And with an increased debt equity ratio, the leverage of the firm increases and ultimately the risk of the firm also increases. So people take a note of it. Interest rate. I mean, people talk about FX, but sometimes I see people do not talk about interest rate. I mean, why not? I mean, if the interest rate is expected to go up, you would like to lock in the lower interest rate, right? So interest rate is so important. I mean, I just, I was reading, I mean, Austria, Austria has launched a hundred year old bond. 
I mean, just imagine the kind of interest rate risk that Austria as a country faces. If the interest rates go up by 1%, the capital will actually erode by around 45-50%. You know, in today's time, the interest rates have come down. Investment, everybody's asking. I mean, I get a lot of calls from clients as in Abhishek, I have so much of blazing money put in. Where do I invest? I mean, should I invest in a REIT? Should I invest in a liquid fund? Liquid fund is not giving any interest. Should I take a position on silver? I mean, I mean, I don't want to take credit risk. So these are the kind of questions which is coming in. Cash and liquidity. I mean, someone rightly said that turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is the reality. I mean, cash is so important. I mean, we saw in the poll also, in terms of liquidity and asset liability management, I mean, every single company is in the process of raising money. Everybody wants liquidity in the books. So I think liquidity is so important. Is it important for you? Just say why, why, why? I mean, are you facing that crunch of liquidity in the current situation and you are working very, very hard to get that? And commodity, I mean, your, your cost of goods sold and your line items on the top of the balance sheet, you know, completely changes because of the commodity. I mean, recently I was talking to a client of mine who's one of the large rice exporters and he was telling that one of the big rice exporters gone bust because he had a large commodity exposure and one of the banks cut their positions because the commodity exposure and the loss actually went up to a billion dollars. So, you know, all these points are extremely important. And when you gel all of these, then you get a corporate treasury efficiency, right? So, you know, in the last seminar, uh, when we were covering about FX, a quick two minute recap, is that when you, when you talk about FX, the first and the most important thing is identification, quantification of risk. I mean, how many of you have problems in terms of understanding you know, where are the risk arising in the balance sheet? You know, have you thought about it? Has this questions come in your mind? Just write why, why, why? Quantification of risk, you know, whether it's an export, whether it's an import, whether you have to pay dividends, whether there's a translation risk, economic risk, or you are raised some foreign currency debt. Once you have identified where the foreign exchange risk is, half of the work is done. Then is measuring your risk appetite. If I ask someone, what is your risk appetite? You know, different answers are coming from different people. I mean, if you ask a textile company, he will probably have an habit of 10, 11%. He will say, my risk appetite is 11%. If you ask a trading company, which plays in volume, he say, my risk appetite is 3, 4%. I mean, whatever premiums I get by selling dollars, even pass on that premiums to my buyers. So his risk appetite is very low. So once you know what your risk appetite is, comes your risk tolerance. I mean, a promoter who has no risk tolerance, he's like, my profitability is 15%, but I don't want to risk more than 2%. You know, 2% you can't take it. Because 13% can And I want to earn that much of money. Somebody might say, oh, I have 15% of risk appetite. Like 5%, 6%, I have no problem. So risk tolerance comes from the top. The ethos of the promoters then pass to the CFO and to the entire team. So that's the way it really works. Then, then comes your hedge ratio. No. In terms of a hedge ratio, you have to be very careful that what is your actual hedge ratio. Your hedge ratio has to be something which is company to company, it should be divided. You know, in some companies, uh, you know, uh, 
your hedge ratio base should be based on your business model. I mean, it could be 30%, 40%, 50%, 70%. And then totally depends on how much of orders that you have in hand. And then comes your selection of instruments. I mean, and forward contract could be useful for someone, but someone who has no certainty in business, then he might have to go in for an option contract, you know, because he feel, he is not sure whether he documents will go or not. So he can take more of options. So accordingly, you know, different companies would have different ways of looking at things. Now, and lastly comes the MIS and evaluation. Now, as a promoter, you don't want to spend more than a minute watching your foreign exchange and interest rate risk in a day. You should have a strong MIS. You should be able to decide as in how much is the PNL, how much money have I made, whether systems are being followed, etc. etc. So let me just show you a quick sheet. I hope everybody is able to listen to me light loud and clear. Just repeating. Right, why, why, why? Excellent. So if you can look at this particular sheet, you know, when uh, ideally when you work in a company and when you have to give a presentation to a promoter or even for the promoter to take a decision, the way it should be is like, you know, you make your PL of your FX right from day one, irrespective of where the market goes, your FX and your EBIT should be decided on day one. Now, if you do a little bit of mathematics and some scientific calculation, you typically see that using a normal distribution, you can actually get the range of the rupee. I mean, nobody knows where the market is going. If anybody is telling you that after six months, the market is going to 75 or 70, it's just a, a informed guess based on some data, which he understands he can go right. He can go wrong. It's a probability of 60, 40 or a 50, 50. Now, Based on certain mathematical models, using 15 years of data, if you can understand that possibly 69 to 88 is the broad range of rupee for the next day. Now, it's not that I am saying this, it's the numbers which say this. So once you know that this is the broad range of the rupee, around 10% on the downside, and this was calculated around 75 rupees, and 88 on the upside, 14% on the upside, typically, you know that this is my worst case scenario. No, as an exporter, you don't want to take a view. You simply say, okay, I have a turnover of say $2.2 billion. I have a budgeted rate of 75. This is my sales. This is my operating cost. My profitability is approximately 15%. Now I want to protect this 15%, but I have a risk tolerance of say 3%. So 3% you can risk, not more than that. So if I know that 3% is a risk and the mandate is very clear for the CFO, then in that case, he can play around with the strategy, making sure that more than 3% is not lost at any circumstance. And that is what is important. You cannot take a call when the rupee comes to 73. That okay, no, it starts telling dollars. That's not the way. At 75, 75, half Excel, the, the Excel sheet should be prepared. And based on that, you calculate what ratios you have. And accordingly, you change the ratios and you keep seeing that you want to take a forward, you want to take a range forward or a vanilla option. Everything over here is calculated loud and clear. All the options premiums are over here. You can keep changing the rates. Everything is uh, put in, in the sheet and you can come to know what will happen if tomorrow rupee goes to 70. Rupee goes to 70. You are still losing 1.7% of your habit. 
what was your mandate three percent well and fine if the rupee goes to 90 you are getting eight percent on your rapid that's a risk reward of around one is to four makes sense so what i'm trying to say is you know the range of the rupee accordingly you decide the forward and the option ratio and don't get worried no matter what trump says no matter what rbi does no matter what the government does it's okay you decide your policy and you are very very comfortable and that's the way a lot of clients work with us and during covid time some of the rbi regulations has also been inculcated in the sheet so moving ahead since uh, a detailed explanation of this is there in the earlier webinar and i'll ask amit to share the link of that webinar so that you can go and see the entire thing in details so i am going to move forward because there's lots of thing to cover you know they have shared the link i hope i am not going too fast you could just give me a feedback say yes 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 in case i am okay excellent thanks sanjay pranav excellent now uh, as i was telling you the entire concept has been very clearly given in terms of dashboards and everything to it and the option structures that you have to take etc now let's let's i'm going to tell you a story about mr rakesh gupta and his company now mr rakesh gupta is a second generation entrepreneur and he is a very well traveled very very ambitious at the same time he is very settled very calm composed and he wants to get in the best practices in the firm and he have mr anil desai who is a gold medalist chartered accountant icwa and has a plethora of experience across various companies and rakesh gupta and anil has been working together in the last 20 years have got a very very good relationship and he is running a very large company now and is uh, running a manufacturing company has got various exposures etc and he wants to change the entire system of treasury in the company and he takes the help of Anil time and again to ask what has to be done. So, this is the current balance sheet of the company. They have high enough borrowing, foreign currency borrowing. They are in the expansion spree. They want to do more borrowing. They're not sure whether they should borrow equity or debt. You know, they have investments of around 11,000 crores. They have cash, 8,000 crores in balance. So lots of action happening in the treasury and they want to get the best practice. Now, you know, Rakesh is a part of PO, Fiki, YPO. You know, he's got his friends in various industries. He's got a listed company. He comes on CNBC. So he's very widely exposed, a very widely traveled person. And these are the thoughts, uh, you know, it keeps coming in the mind that I need to improve things in my business. What should I do? You know, I want to earn a higher FD interest, more than interest as FD. What kind of borings I should do? What should be my capital structure and all this? And he keeps bothering Anil. Anil, let's get in the best practices and all. So, before moving forward, I would like to take another poll, and I want you to actively tell Rakesh what he needs to do when he wants to borrow additional funds. Please participate in the poll. I hope everybody can see the poll. Excellent. Equity debt, equity debt, equity debt. What should he borrow? Debt equity. You know, people are like 50-50. None of them are 50-50. Uh, people are saying optimum mix of debt. 
No. Somebody would have finished voting can write why optimum mix of death on the site. Let the audience know that why optimum mix of death. Come on, make it interactive. You know, it's not going to be monologue from my side. You know, there are much more learned people sitting there on the opposite side. Please write on the chat box whatever you feel is why they should borrow more of debt or equity. Anybody wants to write on the sites? Vivek writes, oh, hi Vivek, how are you? Ravi, you make it as break even. Okay, cost of equity is more than cost of debt. Yes, that's true. Maintain the ratio, they should be 50-50. Keep debt to the lowest. Sanjay says, keep debt to the lowest. Equity is the most expensive form of raising capital. Foreign currency, Vikram says foreign currency as LIBOR is lowest. Yes, I'm going to cover that Vikram. Kara says 50-50 my preference. Right? Optimizing, now interest rate curve is the lowest. Right, Rohit. Simran says debt should be the lowest level to keep the balance sheet debt level. Foreign currency is low pricing. Great. So we got 80% votes. Now I'm going to end the poll. I'm going to show you the results. And maximum people says that they should have a scientific way. And I agree to them. There should be a scientific way of deriving what you should do. So let me show you this. Right now, anything that you do not understand, please write in the chat box. My people will answer. Uh, they have worked very hard to make this presentation for you. For the last 15 days, they are working very, very hard. So please feel free to ask, and I'm sure you will get your answers. So if you look at this, just observe this for 30 seconds. On the left side, you can see the leverage. Can you see my cursor? Say why, why, why? On the left side, you can see the leverage, which has been increasing. The cost of equity has also been increasing. The cost of debt has also been increasing with the increased leverage and the increased debt equity ratio. The rating is taking a toll. The working average, you know, uh, uh, cost of capital, including debt and equity, the WAC is also coming down. But you know, why is it coming down? Simply because from equity you are moving to debt and the equity is of higher cost and you are moving to debt with the weighted average automatically the whack is coming up down the weighted average cost of capital is also coming down the value of equity is actually increasing now how is the value of equity calculated it's nothing but the present value of cash flows discounted by the cost of equity so if you have more profits in your books automatically the share prices go up the value of the firm is going up. My dear friends, some of you would be private companies. Now you are saying it's not applicable to me. No, it's not like that. I mean, you can calculate the value of the equity of your firm. Also, similarly, looking at your peer company in the market, what kind of a return on equity they are having, what kind of cash flows they're having, what is the cost of debt, what is the cost of equity, what is a beta. Accordingly, you can calculate the cost of equity. It's two minutes job. You know, you should do it even for a private company. Now, what we are seeing for Rakesh Gupta and company when we do, did this, we understood that even though he's now under levered, as soon as the leverage was hitting one and a half, 
you know his rating took a toll it became triple b his whack acharak se shot up you know and the value of the equity also was getting destroyed what do we understand is that it's very good to take leverage but you should know where you have to stop you know return on equity can be improved to by taking leverage but with increased leverage what happens is the probability of going towards default or bankruptcy also increases and that's the reason the equity shareholders say boss i want more return and your 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 cost of equity suddenly shoots up the debt holder says i want more return you know and the cost of equity says all the money that you're going to make you're going to give the debt holders and i am going to get my dividends at the last so i am going to get i want more returns right so i am i want the cost of equity increases so apart from dividend i also wants an increase in the share price so the overall cost the vac increase i hope it's clear say why 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 this right why 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 excellent look at this particular sheet i mean over here this is the cost of equity as i saw earlier the cost of debt also increases the vac falls because you are replacing expensive equity with debt the vac keeps coming down and suddenly with an increased leverage suddenly the vac shoots up so you need to know that you did not exceed this level you need to be somewhere over here right look at this in details over here is the cost in percentage over here is the value of the firm over here it's the value the leverage which is increasing so the value of the equity holders is increasing till the time the return on equity is also increasing at one point of time there comes a point where the value gets destroyed because the return on equity starts crossing the cost of equity right and over here you can see the vac was coming down and after the value of the firm topped out the vac started increasing right and the cost of debt suddenly shoots up also so what do we understand and what is the objective of the firm number 1 and the most important objective is to increase the value of the firm and how do you increase the value of the firm by making the cost of capital optimum where there is no eyebrows raised so what do you basically do you calculate your current vac as per the current structure you recalculate your vac with adding additional debt and see what how's my rating agency is going to react how's my bankers going to react how my ratios looking and then accordingly change the composition of debt and equity go back if it does not meet your criteria it meets your criteria move forward and borrow as per the desired it's a very very simple phenomenon you know so what are you basically doing and actually uh, you can actually do this in a very simple excel uh, which we have done don't look at the excel the only thing that you look at all your line items in your company books over there all your interesting ratio in terms of rows return on equity debt equity ratio the interest coverage ratio once you keep changing your items keep changing your leverage everything will change you need to make sure that your stakeholders are not unhappy so you need to know what your border line is right it's a very simple exercise so what you're trying to do is you are trying to use simply as known as financial leverage right because you have a high tax rate in india tax rates have come down 
but in us the tax rates are very high why apple raises all the money in in america why not any other country with a tax rate of zero why not in middle east because the higher the tax the better the benefit you get and 99% somebody said the cost of equity is always higher than the cost of debt and this makes maximum sense i know a lot of people must be thinking come on we run our companies entirely with retained earnings we have to take nahi lena hamare ethos ke khilaf agree completely agree there are lots of firm like unilever who has no debt in it you know lots of firm like rajesh exports i was talking to the promoters he has no debt in the book you know he is like i don't want to work for the bank i'm happy doing things so again promoter ethos is very important but if you decide to take uh, uh, you know debt then in that case this is the maths you have to do and you need to take the key ratios the peer group how is the peer group capital structure because jab rating agencies ko decide karna hai to peer group ke sath compare karte hain aapke ratios ke sath mein at the same time you have to see the indirect bankruptcy cost and direct bankruptcy cost i mean if your rating goes for a toss and you are a manufacturer of a car nobody buys your car kyunki bhai company rahegi nahi rahegi pata nahi agle 10 saal tak main gaadi kyun khareedu company nahi rahegi to rating downgrade ho gaya and then it gets into a vicious cycle more debt means your operating profits come down your 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 and especially the deflationary environment like today the cost of the assets which you have given as mortgage also comes down for that you have to take more debt less profit you get into that spiral please what debt deflation kind of a scenario and most important please 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 stress test stress test with your last 3 4 years times when you had a very bad business bhai last time 2008 mein hamara business 40 taka chala gaya 2013 mein tap taper tamperum hua to hamara business 25 taka chala gaya when you know that these are the situations when your business took a toll you you adjust your sales you adjust your profits and then see that how is going to your how is your debt going to react whether you will be able to service your debt or not whether you there will be a rating downgrade or not when you do a stress test you are very clear ke bhai 40 taka business bhi kiya jana bhuke thoda sa debt badha ke but agar 40 taka business jaane ke baad you are in uncomfortable situation you need to take a step i hope i am clear just right why 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 and life cycle of your company i mean when you are a startup you don't take debt you take equity because agar debt lenge to service kaise karenge and this is the mistake lot of startups make you know they they take they like equity nahi dena equity nahi dena abhi jaldi equity nahi dena debt le lete debt le lete आप डेट तो दे रहे हो बट सर्विस कैसे करो प्रॉब्लम एंड इफ यू इंक्रीज योर ऑपरेशनल इफिशियंसी अल्टीमेटली योर टॉप लाइन इंक्रीज योर टर्न ओवर इंक्रीजेज एक्सेट्रा एक्सेट्रा मोर ऑपरेशनल इंक्रीजेज इकोनॉमीज ऑफ स्केल गोज अप एंड यू विल बी एबल टू टेक मोर डेट एंड टेक फाइनेंशियल लेवरेज एंड कंडीशन ऑफ कैपिटल मार्केट ऑब्वियसलीस्ट maximize the value of the firm you should be on the left side not on the right side and make sure every other things are being taken in control excellent now rakesh gupta said bhai ye to samajh mein aa gaya ki bhai financial leverage kaise karke paisa kam karte hain aur debt hame lena hai debt le kya should we take short term long term rupee foreign currency fix floating bhai itna kuch you know this i say that anyway, let's talk to experts our rating is very good and i think we should have lot of options so we called the experts experts said 
Excellent. We have a lovely audience. Everybody is participating so actively. You know, it's creating fun. Just imagine 130 people interacting with each other right now and learning from each other. Makes so much sense. I can tell you in this forum there are people who are such experts in this subject. You know, please, my dear friends, please share your inputs on the chat box so that everybody can have, uh, uh, you know, knowledge from you. Excellent. Like to thank the team who have developed this and uh, they've been working very, very hard. I would like to thank the entire team of IFA for uh, a tremendous job building this. And at the end of the session, you know, uh, might extend a little bit, but then there are so interesting things, so much interesting things that you want to see today. I can promise you that. A lot of things that I've inculcated over here. Uh, you know, I take uh, something known as treasury elite interviews. We talk to the very large CFOs, promoters, you know, uh, who have built up very, very large companies and they give ideas, they give strategies, they give, share their problems about entrepreneurship, about financial leverage, about their mistakes. And we have tried to put in a lot of inputs from them. And we have tried to put in, uh, so maybe in the last month I had interviewed maybe around 35 or people. All people's knowledge and ideas we have tried to share with you in this. So I think it's an excellent platform. Please go and subscribe to the Treasury Elite and IFA Global pages on YouTube and IFA Global, LinkedIn, Twitter, so that you can get access to that kind of knowledge. I really feel that you should learn from these people. They have so much of knowledge and so much of experience to share. So we'll quickly end this poll. Excellent. So you, people said FX and interest rate risk. A lot of people said, you know, uh, floating and fixed rate interest rate. So I think everything is so important. I feel le very less people have quoted about duration of the debt. Friends, if you're issuing a bond, duration is so important. I mean, if inflation goes up, you know, uh, you're going to have a mark to market on your bonds. So every single point is so, so important. 
So I think all the very all the points are extremely important. You need to know whether you're borrowing for short term, long term. You know, what you borrow for short term should be put for short term. What you borrow for long term should be put for long term. And if you don't want to be become one of the NBFCs where you're borrowing short term, putting money in long term, and you are giving the money to the rest of the people, and your assets are in long term, and then suddenly what happens? That the interest rate changes and you are stuck, or if the banker comes and asks you that give my money back and your assets are parked in the long term, you are not able to liquidate that. So you need to make sure that that has been taken care of. Optimum mix of INR and foreign currency borrowing. I mean, your INR borrowing should be backed by your INR assets. The foreign currency borrowing should be backed by foreign currency assets. So, so Rajesh really wants to know all this. That okay, boy, your INR is so borrowing, so INR is so receivables are matched. फॉरेन करेंसी का बोरिंग है एक्सपोर्ट से चलेगा बट द सेम टाइम इफ यूनोशन में जो बच जाता है उसको आपको हेच करना है राइट फिक्स एंड फ्लोटिंग अगेन बोरिंग लाइब्रिटीज एंड एसेट्स वेन यू लुक एट योर बैलेंस शीट यू पुट बकेट्स एंड यू पुट योर लाइब्रिटीज एंड एसेट्स एंड देन सी वॉट इज लेफ्ट यू डोट टू बी ए सुपर स्मार्ट गाइड टू डू ऑल दिस ओनली द रेसिडल रिस्क इज वॉट यू नीड टू हेच लेटेड ऑफ Interest rate sensitivity. Come on, as I showed, on your margins, ratios, rating, so important, right? I mean, every single debt item you need to see pros and cons, impact on your covenants, and as I said, residual exposure is only the one which you need to hedge. Some of the characteristics of your debt. I'm not going to spend much time, but you're going to see fixed floating benchmark rollover, FX duration for short term, for long term also. You're going to typically see all these. What characteristics they are? Just go through it. And most importantly, Rajesh wanted a dashboard. The consultants actually went and created a dashboard. On the dashboard, all the maturity profiles were shown clearly: short term, medium term, long term. I mean, you don't want to be in a situation that by tomorrow I have to pay payment, and I am not planned. Just imagine in February, somebody had taken loan in February, had to roll it over, did not roll it over, and COVID happened. I did not plan in advance. you know in one of the treasury elite uh, discussions i was having a discussion with one of the large uh, uh, conglomerate and his cfo and he was saying we had to borrow money we borrowed money little bit medium term the banker was coming and saying okay you buy you borrow short term and roll it over and it will be cheaper but when the covid hit in china we were feeling that are bhai paisa thoda uthana hai thoda medium term utha lo kal paisa mile nahi mile liquidity because when the situation is tight suddenly the short term interest goes up Liquidity dries up, and then you are in a soup. You don't want to be in a soup in a situation where there is a crisis. So the maturity bucket has to be very, very clear. And uh, what you have to be very clear because when Rakesh got this perspective, he said, "My corporate governance is very, very good. I just want to make sure I give a very, very transparent picture to my board, to my stakeholders, to my rating agencies." People have put money in my company. I am responsible for that, right? So, आप मुझे ये बता रहे हो कि भाई one percent interest rate change होने से मेरी books में कितनी sensitivity है, three percent change होने से कितनी sensitivity है? क्योंकि कल turnover चालीस तक गिर गया, तो मेरे books से क्या होगा जैसे मैंने बोला? So all this sensitivity analysis he wants on a click of a button. So let me show you one another thing. What we do for some companies, you actually see over here. the sensitivity of every single things is actually plotted here 
So if I make the sensitivity say at the interest rate increases by say two percent, and the FX increases by five percent. Now, two thousand eight, two thousand thirteen. What happened? The interest rates after dipping started going up, and along with the interest rates going up, what happens? Sometimes the FX also goes up because when there is a crisis situation, both the interest rate and FX both goes again. The dollar becomes strong, and the interest rate starts shooting up because everybody starts selling bonds, right? Books will impact. How much will it be? It's not there that you should act later. अरे भाई, I have seen companies getting third, 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 third. अरे भाई, FX move हो गया, interest rates move हो गया. भाई, ये तो move करेगा ही. But आपको पहले से plan करना है based on 15 years data कि भाई कितना move हो सकता है. And what will be the impact on my balance sheet? भाई, आपको day one पे आप अपने sub line items डाल दो, sub line items, line items देख के आप अपने ratios डाल दो. आपके ratios कैसे कैसे change होने वाले हैं? आपके इंटरेस्ट रेट तो फिर इंटरेस्ट रेट कल तीन परसेंट बढ़ जाता है आपके एमसीएलआर लाइबोर टी बिल्स रेट सब चेंज हो जाएंगे आपके रोज वो सब बदल जाएंगे आप लिस्टेड कंपनी हो आपको ध्यान रखना पड़ेगा तो द इंटरेस्ट रेट सेंसिटिविटी एंड द इफेक्ट सेंसिटिविटी एंड द टर्नओवर फॉल कैन बी पुट सो सेंसिटिविटी एंड सिनेरियो एनालिसिस इन टुडेस टाइम इज एक्सट्रीमली इंपॉर्टेंट आई एम जस्ट शोइंग अ डैशबोर्ड इज अ लॉट ऑफ कैलकुलेशन ऑन द बैकग्राउंड बट आई होप यू गेट द पॉइंट जस्ट से वाई 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 so that you can understand yes i will try to talk more in english uh i'm sorry yes coming back to the ppt you know so you can do the sensitivity analysis now somebody just wrote that there a dollar may we should borrow because dollar is cheaper so friends even rakesh and anil when they were discussing there were a lot of misconceptions which were going on that you know i borrow in short term and ro keep rolling it over like i just said over steel company you know in the panic time the yield curve gets inverted the short term interest rate just shoot, shoots up and then you know you don't get money also and people say are borrow in dollars and then interest rates are low you can borrow in dollars but you should know what is the annual depreciation of the dollar rupee anybody just write on the chat box what is the annual depreciation of dollar rupee year on year last 15 years data 3 4 5 anybody 4% perfect 3.9% so when you know the forward premium on an average is 4 4 and a half percent annual depreciation is 4% so it's a zero sum game right the forward premium is there because there is a forward premium because the rupee will depreciate we some year it will not depreciate but then it's a zero sum game right you have to be smart enough to understand when do you take a loan and when you keep your positions open in case you want to do it and in case you borrow in euro or japanese yen or any other currencies where you feel the interest rate is low my dear friends if you borrow in negative currencies like japanese yen please understand the more currency risk is there japanese yen is the most volatile of the lot and now you are not seeing that kind of movement but when it moves in 2008 it just moved 25 30% and you have two currency exposure one is euro inr so it's a euro inr so euro and inr two currency exposure the volatility increases because japanese yen so japanese yen plus inr so 20 25% is your annual volatility so don't have this misconception there is no free lunch in financial markets right so you need to understand the risk and do scenario analysis and avoid last minute stress now how do i hedge my 
इंटरेस्ट रेट रिस्क इन रूपी लोन You will tell Rakesh what has to be done. Thanks, Karanjit. My Hindi is little, little okay. But thanks for complimenting. Simran, Ratan, Jashika, thumbs up. Four percent is the right answer. Excellent. I hope I am not going very fast. Just say no, 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 so I know that I am okay in terms of my. Speed. I hope you are able to get. Thanks, Chetan. Thanks, Aram. Thanks, Faraz. Thanks, Vivek. Thanks, Vivek. Vivek is a quant expert. Excellent. Excellent. We'll take ten seconds more, and then can you hear me, guys? Uh, can you hear me loud and clear? Just write why, why, why. Yes. Thank you. Mazaa hai. This is a lovely audience. So everybody has polled. Expect interest rates to go up. What will be the duration? Short term, long term, indifferent, mix of both. Okay. So, by interest rate, if it goes up, obviously, what you are going to do is, you are going to take longer term and block it. If the current interest rate, if it is four percent, then obviously you are going to say that okay, I want to take. Is four percent, and I am going to keep it for a longer time. So, what are you going to do? You are going to the bank and tell them, boss, I want to lock in this current interest rate, which is four percent, or five percent, or six percent, because I am seeing the interest rates to go up. So, tell me something so that I can lock in these interest rates, right? So, let's look at this. So, if you are in a falling interest rate scenario, obviously you would like to participate in the downfall. I mean, abhi jo person. Anybody would have borrowed at eight percent. He's feeling sorry, right? The repo rate has come down. So anybody would have borrowed at nine, ten percent. Yes, his cost of capital is up, and the transmission has not happened from the bankers. He's paying more, more interest, and he's feeling sorry. And now anybody who's going to borrow now, and if the interest rates go up because inflation in India goes up, he's going to feel sorry. What should he do? 
what do you need to do you need to simply go and tell the bank hey i need to hedge my interest rate risk now what do you have to do there is an instrument known as an ois you can hedge your interest rate to an ois hey if you feel equity is going to go up what do you do my dear friends what do you do if the equity is going to go up you buy futures say why 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 you buy futures over here also you are going to pay an ois and you are going to go long interest rates you will say the bank okay i will pay you fixed inr coupon payment pe 4% mere se le lo kal 5% upar market gaya interest rates go up then you pay me floating my interest rate risk is been taken care of you know banker will do the calculation and tell you okay the only thing is to do an ois in india because your amount has to be little sizeable slowly and steadily i think more and more companies will be able to do it but i think this should definitely be a part of your instrument lot of companies don't use it but today say the repo rate or the reverse repo rate just bottoms out and you borrow your money that time and the interest rate shoots up you don't want to be locked your project cost is going to go at us so there is some simple mathematical calculations that you can do that how much of the ois that you have to take so for a 15000 crore the value of the ois was 1500 crore you ask me how did it come we we'll not spend much time on that but then based on the duration of the loan you calculate the amount which is 1350 crore where whatever loss that you make because of the increase in the interest rate gets nullified by taking a 1350 crore ois and the value becomes zero so if the interest rates tomorrow go to say repo rate goes to 6% or 6.5% you are not going to have any kind of loss you know if it goes down there will be an opportunity loss but you are comfortable at 4% repo you are comfortable with the current mclr so good and well and good so i'm going to move forward he says ki chalo bhai rupee to ho gaya now what about my dollar interest rate you know you know i don't trust these americans you know they keep the interest rate low europe is keeping it low japan is keeping it low you know there now is a deflationary environment but suddenly there is a supply side shock and the inflation goes up and they say bhai hame to interest badhana hai we want to increase the interest rates then what do you do i don't want libor risk hedge my libor risk you know and libor to chodo i don't even want dollar risk you know i don't even know the dollar is depreciated so much some people are saying euro will go to parity some people are saying euro is going to 1.245 nobody knows where the market is going so my dollar risk also you tell me what to do and we can decide what has to be done but you tell me how to do it and i want to focus on my business by i want to improve my operational efficiency this is not my business when he says okay let's do this we'll hedge our floating libor risk and usd risk and you know the consultant was saying that there were some ways to reduce the hedging cost also they're talking about something like a seagal or something so let's look at that so to hedge your dollar risk it's simple there are three parts one is you hedge your rupee risk you convert your floating rupee to fixed similarly through an irs what you can do you can convert your libor risk into fixed interest rate risk one risk gone libor risk is gone the second you do is why you don't want any dollar risk so all the coupons all the interest rate you pay you say bank i am going to pay you rupee i don't want any risk you know and principal also i am going to pay you rupee you tell me how much rupee you have to give how much interest i have to give i don't want any risk then 
to do a pause that is also gone so no dollar risk pause and cause now rajesh ji there is no risk nahi chahiye risk chahiye nahi dollar risk also gone irs also gone what to do so bhai you do a ccrs no interest risk risk so ccrs nothing but pause cause plus irs so all the interest rate gone and how do you calculate all this you get a my4 available online you take the my4 which is a ltfx and the irs rate you get from the bank just add them you get a ccrs all your risk has been taken care so friends to do the calculations there is a host of calculations i am not getting into that because it's none of your business a simple 5 minute calculation experts can do it for you but the point i want to make it that when you want to hedge these are the way you can hedge and which i was saying the cost can also be reduced by doing seagull seagull may what you basically do you take a view that if the rupee is below a threshold for example if the rupee is 75 or say the rupee is 80 you know if you do the structure currently your cost of hedging becomes 4.7% you do a seagull your cost at say 80 is only 3.3% cost at 70 you will ultimately gain so effective cost is only 1% so you gain 3% year on year so a seagull structure is good when the rupee has already depreciated to a level but the rupee goes to 100 or all in next 3 years you might have to pay something additional so you need to be very careful when you do a seagull uh, can take help of experts when you do it but today if the rupee depreciates by 15% then you do a seagull it's a great structure to enter so coming back i hope everybody is following it just right why 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 excellent sanjay thank you anything that you don't understand we'll send you the mails you can understand so so most of the time the cost of dollar and the cost of rupee is same there are times when the forward premiums get crashed and the short term forward premiums go in discount why they go in discount because you know everybody is scrambling for dollar so they buy the dollar they sell the dollars in the forward market and they sell more less than the spot also sometimes in the current market you see that there is a discount and that's the time you know recently when people were raising ecbs left right and center the forward premiums crashed and then there is a window of opportunity where that you can save half a percent or 1% at time i remember in 2013 when raguram rajan times the money came in that time it happened now also sometime back it happened that's the time the cost of dollar borrowing become cheaper than the rupee borrowing and then you should take this opportunity and all hedge basis it makes sense this is for the seagull over here you can see the seagull structure if the market rupee appreciates you actually make money in a seagull your cost becomes so less and if the rupee stays in the range in the next 3 years possibly you will pay half a percent more than the forward and the cost only increases if the rupee depreciates a lot more than 95 so it's a good option and a part of the hedging you could do it and why is the seagull making sense because the volatility has come down because the foreign exchange reserves in india has become very comfortable right so take away 3 please cover your foreign exchange and the interest rate risk with respect to any foreign currency loan there is no free lunch in financial markets and some strategies like seagull can be taken because the walls have come down i hope you understand this right why 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 excellent now 
नहीं पैसे कहाँ लगाने हैं वेर टू बी पुट आर मनी यू नो इन्वेस्टमेंट्स आर देर इन द बैलेंस शीट कैश इज देर इन द बैलेंस शीट भाई कोविड हो गया अभी रेज टेन थाउजेंड करोड़ एक्स्ट्रा कैश जस्ट टू मेक श्योर दैट वी हैव मनी टू पे सैलरीज एंड ओवर हेड्स एंड आर स्टेक होल्डर्स डोंट गेट डिस्टर्ब यू नो बट 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 बी केयरफुल वी नॉट गोइ टू पुट मनी इन सम क्रेडिट फंड सम येस बैंक बॉन्ड और समथिंग लाइक दैट वेर वी लॉस मनी यू नो you know no credit funds and all that my friends lost a lot of money what is happening in the market what is the scene in the market right now you know the the repo has come down there is no money in the overnight you know somebody was telling me only 3% you are getting in overnight 2.9 how much guys how much are we getting 2.9 or 3% in overnight money anybody no and how much we are getting 6 months back in overnight funds anybody anybody parking money in overnight funds 3% chetan Agreed. Yeah, three, three and a half percent. You know. So, so Anil says, no, no, sir. We will take care. We will put it in triple A rated bonds only. Up, ILFS only. के बाद क्या triple A क्या नहीं पता नहीं. But you know, we'll try to keep it triple A and we'll try to increase our investment policy also because the money is there and we have to be sure. So, my dear friends, when you are putting your corporate treasury's money, which is you know, uh, not your private money, and it's the money of your shareholders. Where do you put money? What is the biggest risk that you typically hold? Please poll. What is the risk that you typically see? Excellent. Credit risk. Why everybody is saying credit risk now? You know, but when the when the music was going, nobody talk about credit risk. Then the people were investing in eleven percent, twelve year percent, triple B bonds. You know, uh, bonds which are not rated triple A. Everybody was interested because everybody was looking at carry. My dear friends, please understand if you are getting a higher return on any product, there is no free lunch. They are giving getting a higher return because there is a credit risk involved. and for getting 1 or 2% extra return you know a lot of these brokers come into the picture and start selling these products getting 1 2% extra return you can't risk 100% of your capital right the risk reward is not justified because every 10 years there will be a situation where there is going to be a financial crisis so if you have paisa kisi ko aise ko diya hai who is ready to pay you 12 13% that means your money is at risk and additional 2 3 4% even if you are getting on a longer duration becomes a zero sum game You have to be very careful. And what has happened, basically, in the last few days, is that the repo, which was six percent, has come to four. You know, reverse repo has become your benchmark rate, which is at around three point three five percent. And your overnight rates are even low. People are parking money. Banks are flush with around seven trillion worth of rupees, and they are parking money at two point nine three percent because there's so much of liquidity in the system, right? Everybody like paisa le lo, paisa le lo, paisa le lo. And you know, earlier to you used to invest in a corporate bond. How much used to get? Seven and a half, eight percent, right? So two years back, 2018, before around the ILFS, around seven and a half, eight, guys. How much used to get? Eight percent, right? People used to borrow at eight percent. And have you calculated in two percent, two years, what was the CAGR? Anybody, including the capital gains and the coupon that they would have got, the net. YTM, how much they would have got on a CAGR in two years? In eighteen, nineteen months, they got a CAGR 
or approximately 12, 12.5-13%. Why? Because they got the coupon for two years. So 18 to 2, that's 16. Plus they got capital gains of approximately, say, 2.5 two was the average duration. So 5 into 10, uh, uh, something like 2.5 into 2, 5%. So another 5% to that. So around 12-13% was the average that they would have got because they had invested in a debt fund. And now, everybody since the repo was cut down, everybody was actually putting in money right now uh, in the bonds. And suddenly, because the RBI did not cut rates, the bond interest went up and then people were having mark to market. You know, in one month, how much mark to market came? 7% on an annualized basis. Because they earned carry for one month. And because of the duration, uh, they lost money. So net net 7% annualized, they, they actually lost money. 60 basis point into 12, which is around seven, seven and a half percent was the annualized risk. So that was not the bandage for the corporates. So things have been very tricky in the interest rates. And that's the reason understanding interest rates are very, very important. So people earlier used to say, hello, you have put in money in fixed deposit. Then they moved to corporate fixed deposits. Now corporate fixed deposit interest rates have also come down to five, five and a half percent. How much is Bajaj Finance giving? Or say HDFC is giving five, five and a half percent. You know, then they're saying, you know, the people who are HNIs and all their parking money in savings account. You know, any bank which is giving five and a half, six percent, Indusind Bank, IDFC, they're giving higher interest rate in savings. People are putting money there in savings account. And so let us see where are the so credit risk, of course, is the biggest one. Let us see what are the risks associated with investments. First is your net yield after expenses. If you're working with a broker, there is expenses uh, that you have to take into account. Tax. Hey, if you have an 8% interest, 8% income, may you have 40% tax. In 7%, may you have 10% tax. 15% tax is not the same, right? You have to see post-tax. Duration, as I said, the longer the duration, people don't calculate that. Like, like last month, what happened? People had the duration risk. And two years back, people gained because of the duration. So you need to do a stress test. People get shocked. How is my return negative? Right? You invested in a three-year paper, invested in a banking and a PSU fund or a corporate fund, which had a duration risk. You didn't calculate. And now when you want to exit that and the interest rates have gone up, the yield have gone up, there is a duration risk. You know, investments has to match with your ALM. You, know, you park money in short term, you park money in long term and your liabilities are short term. And suddenly you will go and sell that asset. When you sell that asset, there's a mark-to-market risk. Your asset liability has to be taken care of. You know, you need to have a proper bucket. It has to match. You know, then you need to see your reinvestment risk on the portfolio. If you see the interest rates are going to remain low, then park money in longer term. You invest in roll-down funds. In roll-down funds, even if you cancel the funds in the middle, say you get 5% in a roll-down fund. You know, in next two years, I suppose you don't expect the interest rates of corporate FDs to go up. You expect that RBI is going to maintain the same. Now, 5% you earn for one year, two years, even if interest rates go up, net-net, you are going to be gaining over there. So roll-down funds is something which is very, very relevant. In today's, you can do a Google, understand more on that. You know, concentration risk. People are talking about credit. So what happened with Franklin Templeton? You know, there was so much of concentration risk. I know so much of large corporate treasury who has investment policy saying, hey, ek fund house 10% se 
one asset i don't want to put more than 5% so concentration risk has to be taken then your credit rating and liquidity risk i cannot emphasize more i have already covered that so these are the points that you have to cover in a snapshot lot of people ask corporate treasury so i have 100 crores in the kitty what to do so these are the options short term put in liquid funds for hnis you can put in savings ultra short term you can put in for uh, 3 to 6 months you can put in short term debt etc etc now this is so these are the options you know the tax free bonds are very good reits are also very good you should study that but to make money in the debt market apart from this lazy money you should have a very very clear view on the interest rates you need to understand how the interest rate movement is sir fx and equities are evil if you are running a treasury you need to understand fx interest rate you know everything and also a commodities by the way today we will not cover commodities but yes so the take away four as i promised is look at your tax look at roll down funds which is good you know take an slr approach safety comes first wo 1% kamane aap mat jao you know safety of your capital is more because the music is going everything looks good when the music stops you know people say it to socha hi nahi tha aisa nahi hona chahiye so ye sab to ho gaya uski baat now the question is ki rajesh says bhai anil anil you have so much of cash there are 50 people who are doing data entry from the receivables people they say are we money is going to come the payables is people pay pay payables people say bhai itna creditors hai money has to go sometimes i see the money has to go they have overestimated by 100 crores hey, what what is your overriding money is kept 100 crores you need to have an automatic system you need to have a system where automatically there is a proper forecasting whatever money comes and goes from various bank accounts the system should read it you know they should net it off and then whatever is the net they should be able to this parket automatically to a liquid fund or a money market fund or whatever duration you want to take to this but i want transparency and i want clarity i don't want to be in a situation where you know there is a laziness or there is a error in the system because we are having 6 7000 crore even half a percent of the yield which can be increased is a huge amount you know we'll take care of salaries of so many people who are working in the company so anil says yes yes we will take care even i think if efficiency can be improved half a percent yield will go up right so we will take care of so There are certain cash flow software. You know, companies who are sizable banks, multiple banks, all the statements can be read automatically. All the bank balances will come automatically. You don't have to do anything, and automatically whatever net will be parked also. The mandate is clear. So if you have multiple companies, if you have multiple subsidiaries, you have multiple currencies. So these things can be taken care. Of. You know, you will get a proper dashboard. Centralization will happen, and the treasury will be very efficient. You know. everything can be put in the buckets you know it's worth spending that kind of money especially if you have a decent now these things are taken care of now he's saying are bhai do we do about rbi so, so many things are coming in in fema rbi guidelines you know somebody is saying libor will be moved this anticipated exposure you know past performance what this new thing has come here i mean somebody is saying past profit will not be passed you know you know and the latest thing i heard was this this uh, current account thing what is this current account thing you know my accounts in city bank sgfc all my cash management is done only because of some nirav modi or some kingfisher you know they are saying the uh, psus we have to do cash account 
I mean, of course, the, the public sector banks are not going to be so efficient. I mean, we are used to dealing with city or trend chart or with ICICI or HDFC. I can't cancel my current accounts with them. So, and <laughs> and you say, sir, most of the MNCs banks are actually sitting with RBI scratching their heads. Okay, what has to be done? You know, and what is this exotic derivatives which is coming in? You know, I hope it is not like 2008. He says, no, no, sir. We check with the experts. There very could be interesting structures, and if we use it meticulously, understanding the risk reward, these are actually very, very good. And you actually can go to the website and actually check our website that what is the concept of anticipated exposures and past performance. I don't think there is a problem. You know, some tweaks you need to do in terms of your booking. If you are not over trading, and you can do some pre-utilizations and all, this is going to be taken care of. What bada howa bana diya isko? Aisa kuch hai nahi. And in terms of LIBOR transition, yes, it's going to be a big thing. You know. uh in terms of libor things are going to change you know uh, they are going to be more secured treasury based transactions earlier you know there was a lot of rigging and all done in uk there is going to be sonia in eu is going to be ester so these are going to be more secured earlier it was unsecured so it's something for the good but you need to know all your transactions all your liability or all your exposure which were libor based things are going to change so if you need advice on that that also you can take help from experts now i'm going to give you a bonus so people talk about fx commodity and all people don't talk about how to take a view on the interest rates it's not so difficult everything is available online now the way you take a view on the interest rates are very simple you know anil says like the five things so one is the ois are bhai ois kya ois is nothing but what is the expectation of rbi to increase the rates by looking at the ois you can say the expectation of rbi hiking rates So when you are borrowing your money, you can look at the OIS curve and say, "Boy, RBI is going to hike or not hike?" And on a daily basis, it keeps changing. So you can, so if the OIS is higher than the repo rate, means RBI is going to hike rate. Problem is gone. People keep talking about liquidity, liquidity, liquidity. Boy, what is this liquidity in the system? Liquidity is nothing. But in the entire banking system, what is the money which is there? Now, if the liquidity is the deficit, the weighted average call money rate is higher than the repo because people there is a limit to how much you can borrow from RBI, right? people go and borrow from the call money market so if there is extreme deficit people say bhai a higher interest rate mein paisa chahiye they go to the banks and hire and if its uh, liquidity is you know excess then they say ulta you know the the call money market actually goes down below the reverse repo rate also so in terms of other parameters just track 10 year gsec and 3 month t bill so what is that 10 year is 10 10 year bond 3 month is 3 month bhai if the 10 year in, interest rates are going up means what inflation is going to go up and in the future rbi is going to hike rates so you get a view on the market so the gap increases that means the inflation is going to go up and nobody wants to hold duration that means nobody wants to buy long term bonds i mean the rbi did an operation twist why koi fii ko duration nahi kharidna koi banker ko duration nahi kharidna nobody wants to buy that so what they do they saying we want to invest in 3 months rbi comes okay fine you invest in 3 months we will go and buy 10 year bonds you know fii is not interested in buying 10 year or 15 year they are saying we are okay to take short term because they feel because of supply side shocks the interest rates could go up the ytm can go up but 10 year gsec spreads if you are a bond holder if you have issued a bond or a corporate paper you would have seen suddenly during covid what happens hdfc bonds went up you know 8% 7 and 1/2% state government bonds andhra got auctioned at 8.5 you know that means there is no appetite for credit risk people are like yaar rbi ko paisa do you know invest in fixed deposits don't want to invest in corporate paper 
that will tell you the risk aversion in the market. And MIFR OIS spread is another way. By seeing the MIFR OIS spread, you can see if the OIS goes up, what it means, a lot of international companies are buying dollars and to hedge the dollars, what they're doing, they're paying the MIFR. So MIFR goes up, right? And if the MIFR comes down, what basically means? So higher the spread, the more entities are raising money. So this was something on the interest rate. So I gave you six, six tables. I, whatever I promised I have given you, I'm sure you would have gained something out of it. You know, everything is important. FX, interest rate, optimal structures, foreign currency, INR, you know, investment policy, Mike, do not invest just like that. Duration may be even if you can increase the yield by half percent, your job is done. Understand this subject. It is very, very relevant. And then like interest rates, even for academic sense, you know, you should have a view on interest rates. So very important. You should be able to understand what RBI policy, you know? So I hope we have met our uh, promise. Just say why, why, why? And these are certain things that we can do for you. Anything with regards to treasury, anything with regards to financial transformation, anything with regards to debt raising. If you have a problem, covenants or a banking advisory, anything related to FEMA, we have some interesting softwares, everything we can do for you, right? Any questions, please put in your questions. I'm, I'm extremely thankful for all of you. It took us one hour, 13 minutes. I took one hour, 10 minutes from you. We have delivered as per promise. Any questions, please connect with us. Please connect, uh, please write in your questions and we'll be happy to answer the questions. Please put in your questions in the question answers. Okay, Mukesh asks that how do we see debt market after three months, especially in Corona situation? So yes, Mukesh, debt is going to be tricky. Time and again, there are supply side shocks. People do expect the inflations to go up. RBI is coming actively just to make sure that growth doesn't get hampered and there is proper transmission of interest rates. So they are doing all these sort of HTM category bonds that they are done. They're trying to do more and more OMOs as and when required. They're trying to do operation twist. And then they're trying to tell the market that if you take the interest rates up, I'm going to stand and I'm going to hit the market. So people are not very comfortable going against the RBI. So it's going to be a little tricky, but RBI is trying its level best to bring down the interest rates and take the yields down. But if something second wave or third wave happens, or something like that, and there's a huge risk aversion, you know, the YTMs can go up, the interest rates can go up further. Ajay says, yes, we do advise Ajay on everything with regards to foreign currency in the business from the last 16 years. All the clients, they have these kind of problems so we can take care of it. NPA situation, well, the numbers are 13, 14. What is the actual numbers? Nobody knows, but it could head towards 17, 18% also. You should be seeing your friends and families around and able to guess what the NP situation is going to be. Do not look at the equity markets and make your view. 
there is a lot of stress in the banks. We are seeing stress in NBFC. Uh, things uh, are not looking too great over there. So banking is tricky, and that's the reason the banking sector in India is also underperforming. KB Kamath has built up this entire committee to look at things. Okay. So US election is going to be a little tricky. Uh, first of all, you do not know what's going to happen. So I don't think you should take a view on that. Before elections, uh, whether Trump wins or Biden wins, Biden wins, uh, you should not take a view on that. You should be adequately covered because markets during elections, I have seen uh, before the market catches a direction, the markets can go both sides. So it can happen a 7-8% volatility both sides. You know, a lot of people say that if Trump comes back, the US stock markets are going to go up and Trump again becomes strong. You know, uh, there's another view which says that you know, the Chinese currency is going to get very strong if China, Trump loses because people will see that China will become the new, uh, you know, the strongest nation in the lot. The, China, the US dollar is going to get weakened. So I think these are thoughts and ideas about people. You should take a clear, calculated bet on your, and you should do a stress testing on your portfolio. So I can give you five points towards uh, dollar getting stronger and five points to dollar getting weaker. I don't think you should take a view on that should simply take a view on how your portfolio is going to react and what your sensitivity is. And two, three months are going to be very tricky. So you have to be very, very careful on that. Any other questions? So when to book forward contract, Manikandan, again, you are taking a view. You should keep a strategy. You should keep a rolling strategy for dollar rupee you're getting carry. As of now, dollar is broadly weak globally unless we see a sudden strength in the US dollar. So as a company, we have been selling dollars from 75, 75 half and uh, running this particular strategy paid out well. Uh, until unless we see a reversal, I think it's still a sell. Euro dollar seagull. I think Euro dollar seagull would make sense looking at what the structure is, but please understand you have seen an eight year dollar bull run. And it is possible that Euro might appreciate to 1.22, So whatever seagull you do, whatever the call sell angle that you typically enter into, you have to be very, very careful. And you should be very careful in terms of what kind of unwinding, how you're going to do an unwinding. So until unless a trend of the US dollar again starts, I don't think it's a great idea to do a seagull. Even if you do a seagull, you should know how to unwind it. Because if dollar really weakens very much, then your seagull is going to be a tricky. So with this, my dear friends, thank you so much for your time. I think you have been a lovely audience. You have spent a lot of time with us. I'm sure you would have taken something. And even if I've taken one or two points out of this entire session, I think I'm, I'm a very happy man. The team has worked very, very hard for this. And stay tuned, stay connected for my next session, which is going to be on how do you make a view on the markets and dollar rupee is going to be a very interesting session. Stay tuned, stay connected, God bless and stay safe. Thank you so much.
Thank you. Please keep following us. Treasury Elite is a very, very interesting platform. Please connect in Treasury Elite. And also IFA's uh, channel to keep getting some interesting stuff and interesting reports. And you can mail us in case you want any kind of reports.